Good morning. Good morning. This is Jack Kelly. Let's go live with Jack Kelly. It's a holiday weekend. This will be a short, short um, LinkedIn live slash podcast because I know everybody wants to go home, go for Thanksgiving, go away, enjoy the holidays. But so what I wanted to talk to you to to you about today is this. During the holidays, you really have two big choices. One could be and and what I'm saying, I'm not making any value judgments at all. There are two different types of people. One, to say, hey, I'm just going to chill during the holidays, enjoy everything, maybe take a vacation, relax, and just 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 vibe, and that's it. And that's fine. That's cool. That's awesome. But there's another camp. What you can do during the holiday season, starting now pretty much, starting like right this minute, because this is a great way to start with this motivational conversation is that to say to yourself, okay, I have from November through to Christmas, Hanukkah, all the other holidays, the new year, which let's be frank, everything slows down. So the stress comes off a little bit. Everyone gets in that holiday mode, particularly I imagine it's going to be very much the holiday mindset because things have been so rocky for so long that a lot of people just want to just peace out and say, hey, I'm just going to take it easy and coast and what have you. So for some people who are not interested right now, for whatever reasons, in just coasting and taking it easy, but really want to reflect on their life, on their work life, and think deeply about what they want to do and what they want to achieve. This is probably one of the best times to start thinking about who you are, what you want to become, what are your goals, and to start putting it together. And I don't mean to be so heavy and deep, you know, 10 o'clock, 10 a.m. in the morning, but why not? Got to start somewhere. So for those people who are interested in saying, hey, I'm not terribly happy where I am now, I don't particularly love my job. I don't like my career. You know, not maybe um, I don't have any friends, you know, during the pandemic, a lot of people and myself included, you know, you have a group and network and then all of a sudden you're stuck at home for two years and you lose those binds and then it's hard to get back together again. And then you get that complacency. So for a lot of people, the, the, the last three or so years has been tumultuous. And it hasn't been an easy ride, both work-related, because we've had, you know, where during the beginning of the pandemic, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of jobs lost, then great residents, then all of a sudden jobs come back, then they get lost again, layoffs, 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 we're still having it now. So it's it's not the most pleasant time uh, that we could think of. It's not, it's not the worst of times. Um, but for most people, it's not surprising if you're feeling a little freaked out, you're feeling a little discouraged, a little unhappy, you're lacking some motivation. And that's 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 normal if you're going through that. That's it's across the board. We don't like to talk about it, but that's that's what's happening. And it makes sense when you have high inflation, you have a war in the Middle East, and just the horror, even even if you cut in half what the media says about the horrors that are going on with Hamas and Israel and everything, even if you cut it in half, it's still just 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 horrific at a giant scale. Still, there's a war still going on in Ukraine, I think. We don't hear in the news, but it seems to be going on. We still 
have high inflation. The administration says not so bad, but still, you know, you go out to a restaurant, you go out somewhere, it costs a fortune. So it makes sense for people who are feeling uncomfortable, a little concerned, a little afraid. So now more than ever, I think this is the time to say, I got to get my shit together. I got to figure out what I want to do because do I say to yourself, do I want to be in the same job and doing the same thing for the next year, two years, three years, five years, 10 years? Or is it time for me to make a change? Is it time for me to reinvent myself? Is it time for me to pivot to something different? And when I say it, it makes it sound easy, but it's not. I, I respect the fact it's, it's not. It's hard. It's hard to do. But the first thing is really to decide what, what, what are your goals? What do you want to do? What do you want to get out of life? What do you want out of your job, out of your career? Did you want, do you want to stay in the same job? Do you want to stay in the same career? This is a time, in my opinion, to set aside quiet time because things do slow down with work, does pick up with like buying gifts and things like that. But you could carve out time to really reflect on what you want to achieve, what you want to do, how you want to build your future. Now, some people might say, hey, I'm doing fine. And that's great. God bless. Fantastic. But for those who feel, you know, it's, it's, I'm missing something. You know, I'm not terribly happy. I'm disengaged. I'm disconnected at work. Uh, you know, maybe, maybe they promised you remote and they're making you go back to the office and you have a long commute. Maybe it's just the vibe there is really different. Uh, maybe your job or your, your, your office, you see a lot of layoffs still happening and, and you just, you have that survivor's guilt. You just feel uncomfortable. You're waiting for someone to tap you on the shoulder and say, you're next, Jack. So I would say, num number one, first thing to do is, is take some quiet time to really think deeply about what you want to do. Do you want to stay in your job, not stay in your job? Do you want to advance within your organization? Or do you want to leave and go somewhere else? Do you want to start all over again? Learning a new trade, learning a new you know, uh, kind of career? You owe it to yourself to start thinking because time goes quickly. No matter how old you are, think about it. You know, you're, you're 30, you're 40, you're 50. And you say, how the hell did that happen? How, how am I you're 32? How am I 42? How am I 62? Where, where did this time go? It goes so fast. It's like, it's like you're on this river that's going and moving and you can't stop it. It keeps going and keep going. What you have to do is somehow take the boat, move it aside, get on shore, st stop the flow, start thinking, okay, here's, here's what I want to achieve. Here's what's a, a priority for me. This, this is what's important. What, like, and write it down. Don't just put it in your head and think about it. Start writing it down. Like, what are my priorities? What do I want to do? What do I want to achieve? What makes me happy? What makes me unhappy? What motivates me? What doesn't motivate me? And try to find the nexus of the things that motivate you, that interest you, that you're happy about. Now, this doesn't necessarily mean follow your passion. If you follow your passion, it'll work. A lot of people say that because it just sounds like so nice. It's a, you know, what, what people say when they're 
at a university graduation. They say, follow your passion. You can do whatever you want. It's all bullshit. It's, come on. You can't, because if your passion is something that can't make any money and you can't make a living on, with, within a week or two, you're going to realize I'm not passionate about this at all. And I made a huge mistake in what I majored in and I have to rethink things. So you want to find something. What can I do that I feel, you know, engaged with that has some meaning, some purpose, plus, you know, like a Venn diagram. So you want to have when they all intersect together, plus I can make a living and provide for myself and my family and my kids and whoever else and pay the mortgage. That's the first step. Start thinking about it. You don't need to have an answer right away because these are big, these are big issues, big questions, but start thinking very deeply about what you want to do, what's important, what's going to get you out of bed in the morning and wake up and say, you know what, I'm pretty psyched to get to work and do something as opposed to hitting your alarm, hitting your alarm again, being cranky, being ornery because you're just unhappy with everything. Now, once you have that plan, once you have that goal, that's not sufficient enough. Because you can have a goal and you can be, oh, here's my goal. I'm going to do such and such. Yeah, this is my goal. You need a system in place to achieve it. So what I mean by that is you have to work on something every day to reach that goal. You have to, every day, you have to figure out a game plan. Whether you want to or not, whether you feel like it or not, it's like working out. If you're committing to it, you're committing to it and you're doing it on a regular basis. So you have to do on a regular basis. So for instance, let's say you decide, I want to find a different job. What you do is, like, okay, so what are we going to do? Maybe day one, I'm going to, I'm going to, write a new resume and LinkedIn bio and LinkedIn profile. Now, maybe you start doing it and you're like, wow, this is hard. I don't like this. Okay. Let's find a career coach or a resume writer or some sort of, sort of AI platform that could help you write your resume, amp up your LinkedIn profile and your summary and all that, you know, and still cover letters and things like that. You want to come up with alternatives. So, so if one door closes, you open up another door. So maybe you reach out to some career coaches that could help you and a resume writer to help you and, you know, using AI tools to help you so you could kind of get it jump started. So maybe you say, okay, I'm going to spend time doing the resume by LinkedIn, other social media, uh, Usually for the kind of, you know, for the folks that we deal with pretty much, you know, on LinkedIn and white collar, mid to senior level professionals. So LinkedIn is a, is, is a great platform for it, but then um, it could be Twitter slash X. It could be Instagram, what, Facebook, wherever you're on. Um, what you want to, so what you want to do is you have that. Yeah. Now you have it. I'm starting the resume. I'm starting this. Then you want to start figuring out, okay, where, you know, what type of what type of job do I want? Do I want the same job if I move somewhere else? What type of company? So start figuring out what organizations are the best fit for you that have a good reputation. Maybe you know people there, so you could 
hit them up and say, hey, can you tell me a little bit about this? What's going on? How, how is it over there? So tap into your network to find out what's happening. Maybe speak to a few different recruiters who specialize in your space and let them know, hey, I'm, I'm at a pivotal point in my life where I'm thinking of uh, switching jobs or even maybe kind of switching careers. Can you help me? Do, do, you, do you focus? You, know, you want to find ones that focus in your space so they understand it and they know it. But maybe if there's another area you want to go into that's a little different, then maybe find a recruiter and say, hey, I know my background is doing such and such, but I'm thinking of pivoting to doing this. I know you're recruiting that space. Is this possible? Is this reasonable? Can I do this? You want to scour the job boards. It's boring. I know it's frustrating when you want to send out a resume and you look on, you know, let's say LinkedIn, and you see 300 people applied, 500 people applied, and it's discouraging. It is. But you have to put your blinders on and say, okay, out of those 200 people, and I could tell you this from firsthand experience, everybody's shooting their shot. Everybody's spraying and praying with their resumes. So then what happens is that when you see 200 people apply, 300 people apply, 500 people apply, those aren't real applicants. And I could tell you as a recruiter receiving resumes, out of every 100, and I'm not exaggerating, if I put a, if I'm job posting, maybe out of a hundred, maybe two or three or four will match the job description. The rest really don't. It's pretty clear. They're just throwing their resume, hoping that someone will notice and maybe some miracle will happen. So, so don't, don't get discouraged. If you see those large numbers apply and apply to ones that really make sense. Cause you only have so much time and energy. So when you apply, you want to apply to ones that fit that bill. Then I think one of the best ways to get insights is, is, is to be a little pushy. Yeah, pushy. You, you got to do that. You got to advocate for yourself and you got to be tough and, and you, and you, and you got to do what you got to do to move forward with your career so that if you know people who work at a company that you're interested in, hit them up. Ask them about the company. Ask them if they could share your resume with the appropriate party, if they can make a recommendation. Now, is that uncomfortable to do? Hell yeah. Do you, are you going to feel awkward doing that? Yep, you will. But guess what? If you want to succeed, you're going to have to deal with feeling uncomfortable and feeling unawkward and do it anyway. And you might say, oh, Jack, yeah, it's easy for you to say. I've done this for 20 plus years. I've got rejected as a recruiter. I get rejected like nine out of 10 times. And I keep going, but that's how, it, because that's the game. That's how it is. It's very rare that you do something and all the doors open up and everything is wonderful. And it just works out like that. Are there some people in this world that happens to you? Yeah. But the most people no. So, you have to have a thick skin and say, hey, I know I feel uncomfortable speaking to you know, this person I went to college with or somebody in my local temp temple, mosque, synagogue you know, that knows this person to give that ask and say, hey, can you help me? I know you work at such and such place. Can you get me in? I get it. It's going to be awkward and comfortable, but do it anyway. The worst that happens, here's, here's, here's a cool thing about life. The worst that happens with most of these things is this. If you make an ask, 
the worst that could happen is either A, they don't get back to you, or B, they say, no, I'm sorry, I can't help you. And with the B, maybe they can't help you right now, but they could always help you in the future. And there's no law against you going back and asking them again. Now, you may say, oh, yeah, I don't want to be a pest. I don't want to be a nudge. Well, would you rather be a nudge and get that job or not be a nudge and not get a job and be at home and sulking? Now, this is a different brand of, of, of way of focusing on a career and developing career that a lot of people don't talk about because it sounds really abrupt. It sounds very, you know, aggro, you know, very aggressive, but it is. And, and in my, after like 26 years recruiting, plus I've also been in the workforce before that, that's what you have to do. Not, not every, like, Hey, it's a very big difference if you're a Nepo baby. And for someone who's not familiar with that term, that's usually where, you know, your parents are a big shot, let's say corporate executive, or, you know, they run a company or your uncle owns the company and so forth. And so you're able to get in because, hey, nepotism, you get in. Does that happen? Yeah, all the time, all the time. But most people don't have that luxury. So most people have to fight and claw and scratch and do what you can to move forward. And I know when I say this, it sounds harsh. It sounds, it sounds, it doesn't sound nice and pretty, but succeeding oftentimes isn't nice and pretty. It's gritty. It's hard work. It's getting rejected. It's getting a door slammed in your face and saying, F it, I'm going to try again. And I'm going to try it again. And I'm trying it again. And as I'm talking, this is like, like <laughs> the antithesis of a happy holiday, happy holidays kind of story. But this is maybe a different alternative that we need to hear. Not just everything is great, everything is wonderful. You know, it's a wonderful life. No, it's a hard life for most people. And you got to make it work. And you got to try. So, all right. So we have, we're thinking about your career. We're starting to put together a goal. We're putting systems into place. We're understanding that it won't be easy. It's going to be hard. And you're going to get rejected. You're going to have doors slammed on you. But if you keep trying and you keep pushing, all you need is that one door open. Think about that. Yes, we look at all, all the rejections. We look at all the things that went wrong. And what ends up happening, let's say you, everything that you go wrong, you pile up into a mountain, like this mountain, every look at this, everything goes wrong. You know, I can't win. What's wrong with me? And you point to this mountain stuff. But then when things go right, you sprinkle it everywhere. And so like you don't see it, whereas when things go wrong, you see that mountain and you go to, and that's the problem that most people go through. They just focus on that mountain of negativity of things that didn't go right, the things that go well for them. And, and then they feel, oh, then I'm going to fail again. No, pile up all your wins. Think of, write, even write it down, all your wins, no matter how small. Write down what things that you've achieved what things you've achieved where you thought i would never do such and such i never would have thought i could have achieved whatever that may be and then not only do you write it down you want to play that in your head all the time you know how most people ruminate you have this monkey brain that you're always worried about this worried about that worried about what's going to happen if this happens you're worried always like, you know, what if this, what if that? And, and it's like, you can't even concentrate. 
work on just stopping that stupid monkey brain that just 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 is going a mile a minute. Take some deep breaths, right? Some if you have, if you haven't done this, check into deep breathing, where you're you take a deep breath in, right? Hold it for a while, and then release it. Trust me on this. This will change your life. It makes when you're in that stressful, nervous, agitated position and you just feel your body tensing up and the adrenaline flowing and you can't control it, you do these deep breathing just to bring everything down. Because if you're just amped up and 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 your brain is just going crazy and your nerves are all, you know, all, all wild, you can't make smart decisions. You can't think intellectually. So you got to pull back a little bit, try to not deal with like this ruminations, this worry, this anxiety, because all the worrying in the world is not going to change anything. All the worrying, all the anxiety, not going to make any one difference whatsoever. When it's going to happen, it's up to you to make happen. So stop obsessing over it and focus on your plan and what you want to achieve. Another thing we want to do is this. It's so easy to get distracted this time of year for the obvious reasons. So what I would suggest, yeah, do you want to enjoy your family and friends? 100%. 100%. But it gets way too easy to start watching, you know, the football games on Thanksgiving and then eating too much and drinking too much and 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 betting too much on the games and then before you know it you're 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 just you're opening up your belt buckle and you're up uh, you're unbuttoning your your top button on your pants and you're like cuz you had too much to drink too much to eat and then you fall asleep on the couch i mean could you do that sure if you want to do that that's cool that's fine i i have no judgment but i would say if you can you could actually watch a football game and eat like a human being and not drink too much or not drink at all and have a, have, have a clear mind and then enjoy your family and friends without being a little drunk or without eating too much. But also, you know, there's just so much distractions in life that get you away. You know, you're on, let's say, whatever your favorite social media site is, whether it's X, Instagram, Threads, LinkedIn, whatever. And then, you know, you find yourself TikTok. Before you know it, five minutes goes by, 10 minutes goes by, a half hour goes by, an hour goes by. Start making a practice not to get, let yourself get completely distracted by things. Look at yourself as if you're on a mission. Your mission, and this is the most important mission because this is, this is your effing life. So your mission is having a better work life. And however you want to define it, it's up to you. If it's making more money, then fine. Then your mission is I have to find ways to make more money. And anything else that I'm doing that doesn't go to that end, you're getting distracted. Now, once again, you're going to think, go, oh, Jack, come on. You're, you know, you got to have fun. You got to do these other things. Yeah. 
within moderation, but most people go to excess and most people don't succeed. So I would humbly suggest that your odds, odds of succeeding in what you want to achieve gets better if you are hyper-focused on what you want to achieve and you block out as many distractions as possible. Now, I'm not saying you live like a monk and you're just going to focus and just do one thing and that's it. But avoid, and you and you all know what I'm talking about because we all do this, myself included. I'm not going to pretend I don't, I don't fall into all these patterns as well. How do you think I know all this? from years of making, you know, of screwing up and making mistakes and failing. And that that's, 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 and those are actually, so just, you know, too, you know, when people fail, right. When, when something, when they do something and it doesn't go well and it goes wrong, you know, most people are like, Oh my God, I failed at this. Oh, I'm such a loser. Uh, I fail. I felt, I fail like often. And I've had some uh, like horrific blow up failures. And the wild thing is, instead of it crushing me, it was just the opposite. Because after the failures, I realized, what the heck was I doing? What was I thinking? What's the matter with me? And more often than not, I wasn't thinking. I wasn't planning. I didn't have a game plan. I didn't have any structure. I didn't have any focus. So of course, of course I did dumb things that didn't work out. But then, this, again, people don't talk about all this stuff. Then what happens is this. When we say failure, it's like such a bad taboo thing. Oh, so-and-so failed. Their business failed. Some of the most successful inventors and, and multimillionaire billionaires failed like enormously lots of times because they understand it. You don't win all the time. And from each, the key is when you do fail, it's like, it's like when you, you know, the coaches put on the, the football highlight, you know, the reels to see what, what happened in the game and what they could do better. You kind of want to do that in your life where you look and say, Hey, I failed at this. Let's, let's deconstruct this. Let's do a post-mortem. Like why, why did this not work out? Well, I do this with recruiting all the time is that let's say you have, we had a job to fill. We really worked hard on it and it was like right in our alley. There's a big fee and we thought we can get it. And somehow we didn't get it. One of our rivals was able to place that person. We'd have this post-mortem to figure out what did we do wrong? What did we miss? You know, cause like uh, clearly you're, we're ticked off that we didn't get it. We're not, we didn't get that placement fee, which is usually just, you know, for recruiters, it could be 20, 25% or more of the base annual salary. So it's pretty hefty. And then you, because you, you, you don't want to do that again. So you try to deconstruct what did we do right? What do we do wrong? What lessons to learn and do better? Same thing. If you've gone through some failures, some, 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 some roadblocks, some obstacles, and, and you just feel, why me? Why me? Trust me. It's just not you. It's everybody. The, 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 uh, another secret, I'm giving you all these secrets. Another secret is this. People don't like sharing when they didn't do well or they fail, or they do something stupid. So they don't talk about it. Think about it. 
when you speak to your family, friends, relatives, strangers, anybody, and, and you're asking how they're doing, what's going on, what do they usually say? Oh, great. Everyone's great. Yeah, everyone's wonderful. How's the kids? Great, great. They're doing great. How's, it, how's your husband, wife? Great, great, great. How's the job? Great, great, great. And usually they're full of it. It's not great. But no one wants to really tell the truth. So now you start thinking, well, everybody's great. Everyone's doing well. They're not. So if something doesn't go your way, don't think it's just you. It's everybody and all the time. It's just they don't talk about it. Just they, to go back to social media, same way where people post on social media, they're, po they're putting this cultivated life they're living. They're, they're showing this one piece of time that things were really cool and great. And even though it was great, but they're amping it up. And that's not real day to day. They're just showing one side of themselves that's a good thing. They're not showing everyday bad stuff that's going on. I think maybe social media be better. I think they do have this. I remember my daughter made something like B Rail, where people would take either photos or or, or reels of like just everyday stuff where it's not glamorous, not great, dumb things happen. So it, that's the more of a real version as opposed to what social media is kind of currently. So, so, so here's, so I think we've got, we, we, we're getting a lot. I think you guys are getting a feel for where I'm going with this. So we'll go through some more. So some, some, just some practical things too. During this time, let's just take some practical stuff. Now you want to, if you're, you know, as we talk about looking for a new job, you want to find some career coaches some resume writers, you want to find some mentors, sponsors, coaches, truth tellers, have like a board of directors of people you admire and trust who could give you advice and guidance. There's no reason why you have to go through life or your work life alone. Reach out to people who, let's say, you respect, you, you think they're really smart and accomplished, and, and, and say, hey, I, I would love to have a mentor. I love, I love some help and some guidance and some advice. Someone who can give me feedback and constructive criticism. And then also any way I could help you in return, that would be great. More often than not, they would, they would be flattered that they wanted you to be their mentee or protege and to help out. And once again, you might say, oh, I don't know, I don't wanna add. Don't feel embarrassed if there's somebody you know of who you, who you hold in high regard, ask them. And once again, it goes back to the same thing. So let's say you ask somebody, hey, can you be my mentor? You know, I'm, I'm at a crossroads in my life and my career. You know, I'm not sure what I want to do. And I've seen your career from afar and you've been highly successful and, and it's amazing everything you've accomplished. Can you, I love for some help and advice and guidance, because I want to do that too. It'd be great if I could do it at your level. I don't know if I could get that, but it, at least if I can kind of take it to the next, that would be fantastic. And so what's the worst that could happen? Once again, the worst that could happen is they say nothing, you get ghosted, or they say, you know, Jack, I really appreciate it. I think you're a great person. I think you're going to do very well in life. But right now, I don't have the time or bandwidth, but uh, I'll keep it in mind. All right. Then once again, 
you could let some time go by and decide to go back and ask again. And if you know reoccurring themes is that you don't just give up and throw your hands in the air. Oh, well, it didn't work out. You try. You try a different route. You try again. Try to find another mentor. You know, another advisor, another coach, you know, another, another, you know, person that could help you out with your career. Um, even with everything I'm saying, you want to also have realistic expectations. What I try to do is not, you know, you want to have expectations, but you want to have achievable you do a way that you could achieve them. So you don't feel disappointed if you don't hit, you want to have realistic expectations and other people say, and I'm open to this where you want to have crazy, you know, people in the tech space, you know, they're, they, they, they're like, you know, we only want to do something. If this is going to be a billion dollar product, if this is going to be a you know billion dollar company, I don't know, maybe they're right. So I'll even, I'll even kind of take back what I'm saying. What you feel is best for yourself. Everyone has their different, you know, risk levels and risk tolerances. If you want to just shoot for the moon and say, hey, I want to do this, go for it. But in your own mind, hey, I'm going to go for it. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to be brokenhearted. I'm going to give it a shot. Or you say, hey, I, I don't want to feel that like pressure. So I'm going to go for such and such. Maybe you do that. And then you go in incremental steps. So, so you get that first goal and then you go to the next one and the next one and you do the steps. You have to find out like how, what's right for you and how that works out. Um, then here, here's some other stuff, a little less, you know, a little like I'll bring, bring the temperature down. I know it was a little intense with all this you know, going to, especially as early in the morning. I think still you want to be a human being. So you want to show appreciation to people, gratitude to people. You want to give back. Maybe think about working in a soup kitchen. Um, for instance, when my kids in high school, uh, they had this club where, and I was a chaperone where you would go into the city and give soup and sandwiches and all sorts of other things to people in need. And also with the Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts going to the food pantries and what have you. And that's a great way to, to, to kind of humble yourself and serve others. And then also appreciate, you appreciate more sometimes when you see others who are in need and then you feel guilty in the sense that, man, I'm complaining and moaning and these folks are having it really hard. So sometimes it just puts you, it, it kind of changes your mindset and you become more appreciative of who you are or what you have. And then also by helping out other people, that, that, that obviously helps them, but also makes you feel good that you're trying to make a difference. So, so it does make time, even though I say don't get distracted, but if you are going to get distracted with positive things, things that are uplifting. So instead of eating too much and drinking too much, maybe going out and doing community service and helping out people. Um, it also is important too, even though I'm saying like, do this, do this, you know, and, and pushing, you got to, feel what's right and what's too much because mental health is like off the charts lately whether you're looking online in real life it just seems like everyone's crazy right think about it. it's like just it just seems nuts you know if you if you're if you're on tiktok or twitter 
or any of these nights, all you do is see people beating up each other. You see just violence. You see people yelling and screaming at each other. Um, it's, it's, yeah, we're in a weird world. It's, it's crazy. So you want to protect your mental health. Maybe take a detox from being on technology. Maybe take a detox from just working crazy long hours and just pull back a little bit. Because if you don't have your mental health and your emotional well-being, nothing's going to work. If you're, if you're dealing with like serious issues of depression, of you've lost your self-confidence, your self-esteem, everything I'm saying is going to be hard to do because working on your mental health is going to be the first thing. I would bring it up to the foremost because if, you're, if you don't focus and take care of that, it'll be hard to do all the rest. Now, I'm not going to pretend I'm a psychiatrist or anything of that nature, but I do see that it, to me and the data shows we really have this mental health crisis. And, and, and if, if you're feeling that way, once again, as I mentioned on, on the other topics, it's not just you. This seems to be super common. When I grew up, no one talked about mental health. Seriously, it wasn't only two, a couple of years ago when, um, you know, pandemic started and people started talking about mental health. I was like, why? What do you want? I mean, back then when I was a kid, especially where I grew up as a very lower socioeconomic area. Like if you started saying about mental health, emotional well-being, you know, someone beat you up, like what's, what's wrong with you? And, uh, you know, fast forward to now people appreciate, Hey, we, we have to look after that. So that's another thing you have to take care of yourself. And if you're not sure what to do, there's, there's, there's no stigma. And there used to be definitely used to be, um, there's no stigma now if you want to see a mental health professional, a psychologist, a psychologist, psychiatrist, whatever, whatever works, just kind of work it through. So, so you can kind of deal with whatever collective trauma you have, whatever things that maybe happened to you younger in life that you never resolved. And that's, that's another thing we don't talk about enough because it's still an awkward subject for people. You know, some people have great childhoods you know, had great parents, great family, great upbringing, all that kind of stuff, went to good schools. But there are an awful lot of people who didn't come from broken homes where, where you know, one of the parents, you know, drug addicts or alcoholic, I mean, real horror stories. And because they're embarrassed to talk about it, you're, you're carrying this around with you and you're kind of broken, but you don't want to really talk about it because you're scared. Let's once once the dam opens, it's going to just overflow. So you bottle it up, bottle it up, bottle it up, bottle it up. But by doing so, it's it's not helping your cause. So if you are during the holiday periods too, sometimes if you don't have family and friends and you're turning, you know, clicking through TV and everybody's happy and smiling and loving. And you're like, I'm by myself in my dingy apartment. It's very easy to get depressed. So you want to make sure and work on your mental health and emotional well-being is really super important. And if you're not sure what to do, you know, there's right now, there's so many online platforms that offer this help so that you could find it. And, uh, I know this is kind of heavy, right? It's a little heavy, especially given it's it's a morning show and um, we're in the holidays. But I think it's one of these things where we all, I don't want to say, 
it's like we pretend that everything will be all right and everything is great and just just show up and it'll work. But what I've seen, it do, it just doesn't work that way. For some, maybe, but those are the f- precious few. But for the most, it's really you have to put in the time, the effort, the commitment. You have to be okay with failing. You have to feel, you know, okay with 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 trying and and not working and trying again and keep doing it and keep doing it. And these are the things, sadly, like they don't teach in school, and you don't hear it from your peers. So I, I'm hoping that I'm the guy who can kind of bring these things up, where you know maybe you'd rather hear a fun woohoo, you know, kind of you know you know LinkedIn live podcast that everyone's hey holidays everything is great this is so much fun yay where you know there's a time and place for that absolutely hundred percent but sometimes there's a time where you say hey. We're going into this new, into the holidays, new year, and, and it represents a perfect time to just either do a do-over in your life, reinvent yourself, pivot, find that job you want, get that salary increase you want, and just go after it. And follow the steps I was telling you about. I think I'm going to write a couple of articles that that kind of go through what I'm saying now. So this way you could refer to it in addition to listening to it, because I believe that'll be really helpful. And if you have any questions, you feel lost, you need some help, you need some direction. You know, Christine puts up you know, the graphic for the show and, and everyone is free to comment. If you have any questions, if you have any issues, if you need any help, if you want any guidance, need any introductions, whatever it may be, let me know. I'd be glad to help. And thank you, everybody, for watching and listening. And have a great Thanksgiving, great holidays. And uh, probably, I guess we're not going to be doing, Christine, I guess we probably won't do it next couple of days because it's Thanksgiving, but we'll restart again next week. Um, knowing that a lot of people won't be around, but that's okay. We'll, we'll still be here. So thank you very much for watching. I hope it helps. I hope this is kind of a different perspective that you don't hear that will resonate. And, uh, and then we'll see you next week. 